Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hey, hey, angels. Welcome to episode 127 of the Freud's Angels podcast. (laughs) Um, Today is a good day. I feel like today we're going to talk about something that a lot of people are looking for. I feel like it's something that um, is like a consistent thing that we're looking for. You know, it's something that I'm always, you know, evaluating too. Um, but it's really, really important. It's like one of those innate things that, you know, really get us in trouble when we're not paying attention to it. So <laughs> I'm excited to to lean into it and see what happens. I mean, as per usual, we have this broad topic and we're going to see where it goes. <laughs> so what is that broad topic, Grace? Okay. Well, apparently my cat's here too. Um, so today we're going to talk about connecting to our intuition and how to get started. I think we, that's the, like the number one common question a lot of us receive and a lot of us get asked. So, oops, sorry, hang on. I got to position the cat so she doesn't step on the keyboard. Okay. Um, she wants to be part of this too. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. And we're going to kind of explore different ways of how we connect. And sometimes I think also what came to mind was to also see what our motives are, what are, why we're desiring to connect and how that can often block us in our connection to our intuition. Before we get started though, I hope if it's okay with Vanessa, that we do a little bit of a check-in a kind of like a mid mercury retrograde, like how are we doing? Um, mid mid eclipse season because i want to be very um um supportive of all of you on that process because man if it's like what what we've been going through (laughs) it's it's hard it's it's not easy because eclipse season like is a lot about okay ideas and moving forward and the idea of like let's do this and then you get mercury who is like in retrograde saying no stop rest so it's like this uh go oh stop oh go oh stop yeah. so it, it almost feels like you're the wheels are spinning but you're in mud because you're getting no traction so Please have grace for yourself. Please check in with yourself. Is this, you know, is this a fear? Is this brain kind of conversation? Am I in fear about something? Is my wounding come up because it's asking to be looked at and reviewed and loved? Um, Be very gentle with yourself because if you're anything like us, there's a lot of trauma coming up that is has been worked on for a great many years but then it's like hey we're gonna come up to like really actively let go of this yeah like we're gonna let go let go for real (laughs) not like let it go a little bit and then grow again (laughs) we're eradicating the roots of this from our being and even just saying that i can just i I feel it like i feel like it's coming up and out so if you're having digestive issues if there's some heartburn happening there it's our physical body experiences our woundings our trauma they get stored within us so if you're feeling it physically like maybe some issues with your health have come up it's 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 reacting to the process of releasing so please be very gentle if you're alarmed about any health concern please seek your doctor always we're, we're not doctors, we don't give advice, this is, but this is just bringing you awareness to some of your physical concerns, maybe related to some of the emotional and mental stuff that this Mercury eclipse process has stirred up and is on its way out because Friday, two days from now, we are going to have the last closing of the eclipse in Scorpio, which is what? The underworld, Scorpio, I mean, I don't, I love, you know, I love all signs, but Scorpio is my challenge, like a big challenge for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of that is 
you know, just understanding what's in my underworld, understanding the roots of what's there, the trauma and the roots and giving me space and opportunity to do some work around it in order to really truly release its impact from my life. The understanding of it, it's always gonna be there. The knowledge of it, it's part of me, but it's accepting that part of me and not living my life through the lens of that trauma, if that makes sense. So give yourself the grace, you know, book a massage, schedule your rest, unbook your calendar, like totally underbook this month. Um, that's what Chani was suggesting was underbook yourself. It's about rest. I mean, I know we want to move forward because of eclipses and maybe we're fired up about ideas, write them all down because they'll be there when you're ready to connect with them. But step into that space of taking days off I, without knowing what was coming in the, this eclipse on Friday. I took decided I was taking Thursday and the following Monday off because I'm like, I need space. This last week was a little bit of like a shit show, so to speak, and I'm not okay. I'm okay, but not okay. <laughs> you know, I called, I think I called myself to my therapist. I called myself a functioning basket case. So that's, that's kind of the space that we're, many of us are in. So please have grace and kindness for yourself. Reach out to those in your life who you feel support you, that love you and are here to connect with that. I just, I really felt pulled to say that because we are so in this transformative space and it isn't always easy. We're humans. I asked Spirit the other day, I'm like, why can't we just, how, you know, heal the stuff without like needing to be uncomfortable? And Spirit was like, because you're a human, because you don't make change until things are on fire or things are extreme. So I'm like, Ugh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Right. Yes. <laughs> you can't so, heal something that's not wounded. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whole point of it. Like that's what healing does is <laughs> changing a wound into something good. <laughs> and if there's a need to heal it, generally it's because we haven't really processed it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was a good, it was a good idea to check in because, you know, I mean, we, we always do our pre-check-ins and there was definitely, you know, some of that going on for us, you know, and Mercury, Mercury gets me every time, but this, this one started really great and I felt like real good. And then, and then it was like, ha <laughs> how about this though? <laughs> I was like, no, how about this? <laughs> how about no? How about but, like, let's look at some shit. Like, yeah, exactly. But as you were talking, you said like, it was, I don't even know which sentence it was that you said, but I just got like the, this like urge to energetically like pull the root of the thing that I'm going through, like out of my body. Like it was like, I could I could just envision it like with all its little tendril roots, just yanking it out. Like I'm done with it, like not cutting it. Right. Like um, I remember doing the cord cutting ceremony um, once with my friend, Allison, and she did not do cord cutting. She did cord pulling because she was like, this is one that's rooted. And like, you're going to have a hard time, like really getting rid of it unless you are ready to pull the whole thing. And I was like, E and that's what that feels like is like when you were talking I was like I need to pull the whole thing like the whole thing not just cut it not just cut it off where it's at or who triggered it or you know like what I think it is it's like the whole damn thing everything that goes with it is coming out <laughs> yeah and 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 I remind our listeners because I know us and I know our idea of rejecting parts of us that are not nice. Mm -hmm. It's also about loving it as you do it, doing it with so much love and the idea of, I no longer need to carry this. Mm -hmm. This is not mine to carry any longer. But if we do it out of anger and resentment, you're adding another layer mm -hmm. and you're not really eradicating its effects on your life. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning this myself. So this is not from like this philosophy, you know, this philosophy or this grandiose idea of how things work. This is this is real time experience. And when when the, the reason why the root is there is because there wasn't love, kindness or compassion in the space that we needed it to be. And it's 
it's because of the lack of it that that wounding was created. And if we do that with the same energy, we're creating another root. We'll miss some of that root. And the more that we can step into, even just like I have understanding and acceptance and I'm doing this in the energy of love. Even if you can't love that, if you're doing it from that perspective and from that space, then you're more likely going to help yourself eradicate that that kind of that core root. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. it becomes more of a complete transformation versus a, you know, you cut, I, I don't see dandelions as weeds. I don't see them as weeds. I think that they're beautiful and there are so many uses of them. Yeah. But when people mow their lawns and there's like weeds or dandelions in them, that's a surefire way to get your whole lawn full of dandelions is to cut yeah. them off. So, you know, it's it's that idea of if we cut things off, they still gonna regrow. Yeah. So, but doing something with the intent and the idea and the space of love and acceptance and understanding, it becomes more of a permanent eradication. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like the word eradication, but I'm, I'm lost for a word right now, so. No, it's, a, I mean, it, absolutely. It's like, it is like, word. it is. Oh yeah, it is, it is. Eradication being, meaning like the complete wipeout, you know, not the like little bit or like the cleanup, you know, like we're not doing a cleanup, we're doing an eradication, like we're done with that. We're like, this is where we get done with it. <laughs> you know and i love the idea you know making sure you do it with love and even if it feels like the thing that you're coming at isn't something you can love it's like but you're doing it for yourself like it's a self-love so if that's all you can access is like i i love myself enough to do this then let that be the love like allow that to be what you know what you're using because it does make a difference you know like when we're doing things out of desperation when we're doing things out of you know, a completely different space, you know, we, you know, like you said, there's something that's still there, right? Mm-hmm. Because that the emotional charge uh-huh. means there's a little tendril still in there. <laughs> it's gonna regrow. <laughs> yeah, sure. So perfect. Yeah, Mercury and- retrograde. When does when is when is, is it, are we here till April 20? I mean, what? May? <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. May 14th is when it goes direct, but of course we have some impact in the post shadow, but the intensity of it should lessen about May 14th. So cool. that's a long yeah. time from now. Okay. <laughs> I got this. We got this. It's going to be all right. Be all right. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are. And the thing of it is, is that we deserve that. We deserve the freedom that it's bringing. And because we've done the work, if it's showing up in this way, it's because it's like saying, yeah, you've done enough work and have enough tools to move through this process. On the other side of this is the freedom from having to constantly be in fear or connecting with this trauma that you experience. It's just, it it gives us freedom of being able to live our lives as we choose and not as our trauma and our fear choose. So the pain is worth it. I hate to say it like that, but the struggle is going to be worth it. And there's parts of you that are really asking to be accepted into the fold, to be loved in the way that you can love it. It's a challenge for some of us, but it's just... The wound is created from lack of love. So the more we can lean into it and say, oh, you know what? I'm going to give you love now because someone else didn't to help you work through this. That's healing. That's when the love, that's when love transforms us. That's when we can actually have that true process of releasing that charge around whatever trauma is. So I wish that for all of you. Um, in whatever capacity, whether it's little or whether it's on a grand scale, everything matters. Yes, it sucks to sometimes have to go through it again, um, but there's because there's so many tools in your toolbox, if you're experiencing it, that means you have support systems, you have enough knowledge or understanding of how you work and how best you receive. Rely on those tools to help move through it. So, yeah. Love it. Anyways. And we're done. Just kidding. <laughs> Perfect. <Every day. laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it did really feel that way though like i was like oh this journey like we just went on one but this, it was a whole other one it felt good like it felt it felt felt like it was necessary yeah yeah intuition <laughs> yeah so anyway back to it yeah <laughs> <laughs> it actually kind of wraps in I think or not wraps in but like ties in with what <laughs> what we were, were discussing that we're going through during this mercury retrograde you know of like you know how do I access my intuition instead of my trauma is like the end of the sentence for me so <laughs> yes, yes yes this will be a good reminder for me um to do some of these things so that I can get out of trauma space and yeah. go back into intuitive space because it's such a comfortable space for me. I do love it. Like it is why my work is so great. You know, like when people are like, I, I don't know how you do it. I'm like, I love it. It's the most, com like the most comfortable times of my day are being a mom and being a counselor. It's so easy to do them because they're intuitive. They're you know, just like go with the flow. It's like regular life that I trip over because <laughs> I forget to like use that in regular life. You know, it's like the tasks at hand are so important, right? Like, you know, use your mom instinct, like oh, so important. So like, I'm going to plug in there. And then when I sit down with my clients, like use your intuitive counseling space, plug in. And then the rest of time is like, go ahead and use your brain. See where that takes you. How is that working out for you? <laughs> yeah, it's not working out so good. <laughs> it's definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a, a shift in needed right now. So, yeah. So, intuition. Yeah. We kind of like poo poo our brain because it's just, it's fear based and it's reactive. So much trauma in it. But, you know, we love our brain. We love our brain because, hey, you're here now because it's kept you alive this long. Yes, however dysfunctional and how through whatever else but it's kept you here and so we sometimes need to just wrap our brains in a big old hug and just say i love you brain i understand your fear i get it we're gonna work on that but i get it <laughs> you're gonna stop doing that but i love you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're gonna heal some stuff <laughs> yeah pathways but i love you <laughs> yeah right like you you know yeah yeah so, so, so intuition what do we think intuition is a i'm going to start with a quote okay cool. it's going to kind of explain my lens of intuition so it's from laurel e smith from her book um soul wisdom a guide to miraculous living and it says, when it comes to accessing intuitive information, it's not so much about certain things we need to do, but rather it's about making space, getting out of the way, so a higher power can connect with us. Okay, so intuition. It's that gut feeling, somebody call it gut feeling. Um, somebody say, some may say like, ooh, like you think of the person and they call you and you're like, oh. And some people label it as being psychic. Some people label it as um, channeling. Um, those two are a bit different because there's a, a bigger level. Like that's a, I've spent a lot of time opening my channel to be able to connect with, uh, energy that's bigger than us yeah. but intuition is something all of us have we all have intuition it's our connection to what like i call it spirit or the universe or you can call it whatever you however you connect to a the higher part of your higher self some people call it the higher self um sometimes it's described as connecting to your heart energy, because I feel like we connect intuitively through our heart. You know, we call it a gut instinct, but it's a heart instinct more. And it's like that, you know, you, you walk in and you feel like your spidey sense are alert and something's happening and the energy's off and you're like, I feel really uncomfortable and I don't know why and what is going on. So here's, here's another aspect of that. Having intuition and being intuitive some people have a heightened sense of it without realizing what it is. Many times those with autism or Asperger's or some 
kind of being on the spectrum, so to speak, and what I guess, you know, Western health calls it, it's, it's because they are connected in a way that they're not like, there's no doubt, like the, the idea of energy and what's around them, they connect to it on such a deep level that they have it because they don't have the capacity to like, I think as humans, we learn to kind of like, you know, when you're tuning something out, we tune things out, we don't connect. Mm-hmm. And, but they don't have that ability to kind of actively tune things out. That's why they're overwhelmed. Also, people who have anxiety, sometimes the anxiety is caused by the environment. Like I can't, to be in a crowd, oh my God, like unless I have some huge protection around me, like, you know, tourmaline or whatever, like I am so activated because I'm so connected to the energy of the space that when you get more than one or two people and it's like crazy, I'm out because I can't deal. Um, but how do you know how do I know is it intuition is it anxiety is it whatever intuition most of the time when we have a feeling or a quote unquote gut feeling we'll either be like no we'll doubt ourselves we'll continuously tell ourselves it's not true like it wasn't an it isn't our intuition or our intuition isn't true so over or or Here's a big or because this is what I've experienced, where people will tell you that it's not true, that you're lying, that they will convince you, usually at a very young age, that it's not true. Yeah. Or they'll ask you how you know. Exactly. And you can't have evidence. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that's ways how, because I think starting at, the point of why aren't we naturally connected is understanding all the things that prevent us from connecting to our intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you, if you're on a journey to connect to it, it's usually because you're trying to uncover it from all of the things, whether it's someone else's idea that you were wrong or whether we've convinced ourselves that it's not intuition. Yeah. Yeah. So it's that's I think because most of us start there. Yeah. Um, when when wanting to connect your intuition, what it has to go through for you to connect. So we talk a lot about the heart and the mind, right? We talk that's our whole basis of this podcast. Right. Like <laughs> connecting the mind. The pairing of the heart and the mind is how Freud's angels ex- like came to existence. It's like the the basis for most of what we do. So when we're so mind-based, we're so in the sense of fear, because usually if we're super left-brained and we're super like, got to stay in the concrete, can't be in the, because there's been trauma or fear about living in the heart. Like there's woundedness, right? So when we're seeking to get, connect to our intuition we're asking ourselves to be in our heart which can be scary as fuck for some of us and when you want to do that it's like you may find like oh like the brain is preventing me from doing that which is i.e in that quote getting out of the way it's because there's so much fear around it being in the heart that your brain may not you, like you said, like I said, it's not true. I'm not connected. There, there's so much in the way of connecting. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean, now I want to add an asterisk here because some of you may take this as a defeatist statement and be like, well, then how am I ever going to connect to my intuition? Do I have to go through fucking therapy to connect my intuition? No, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's intuition is like varying degrees. It's like people who are strong people who have health like there's varying degrees of everything you can connect to your intuition but it may not be as clear-cut it may not be as like obvious as it would be say if you work through some things and did some healing you know everybody can connect it's just varying degrees depending on your situation and your emotional standpoint yeah. And everybody is connected. I mean, that's the thing about it is that it's, it's an innate thing. Like you have it, 
you don't have to like like when we talk about developing it it's it's more like being aware of it and and like understanding what it looks like more than anything it's there it's always there it's just a matter of discerning what it is you know what it feels like what it looks like what it tells you you know um and and we here I go. Like <laughs> the way that society has programmed us, it is it is the anti-intuition is to not like you don't follow intuition. You follow the rules. You follow what has been put in front of you. You follow this, 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 and this, because that's what we've created in our society. That's how you survive. And so it, it's it's intended to have us be easier to control <laughs> it's my conspiracy theory thing coming through because people who are acting on intuition are not always going to do the same thing they're not always going to do the things that other people want them to do right because it will be right for me right like if i you know i i just had this conversation the other day about sleeping habits right and i was like some people are not meant to sleep in a what becomes a nine to five work pattern that's just like and that's why they struggle because it's not part of their innate being. And whatever reason that that is, the reality exists that the only reason why it's a problem is because that's what's been chosen for us. It's not following what your body intuitively wants to do. We talk about it with food too. Whenever I have somebody on a food journey, I'm like, are you intuitively eating or are you eating on the clock that was created for you because you may right like that may that may work out for you but some people myself included when i eat intuitively it is way off <laughs> from what the regular clock is but it's better for me it works for me it's me listening to my body intuitively telling me what that is and that's like like basic humanness right like that's not even going into the above and beyond of what people usually think of intuition, right? Like I was on, um, I was interviewed for a podcast yesterday, you know, and she was like, tell me what intuitive counselor means. Like, what's the difference, you know? And I was like, well, that's a good question because when you think about that, that's the kind of intuition that people are thinking about when they're like, I want to connect to my intuition. It's like the higher vibration or the, the higher knowing, right? Um, but to me, like it is always like smarter to start with some of the real basic stuff because that em it empowers you to feel like you're connected to self and then it it will build into you know a little bit more of being able to access that higher thing right like we with any staircase we've got to figure out what what one you can actually step on right like if, if you can step on the I don't eat unless I'm hungry or I don't eat unless I'm truly hungry, not like mentally hungry or bored or whatever like that, then I'm going to start to feel connected to myself. I'm going to start to be listening to myself and listening to myself means intuition, right? Like, okay, what's the next step of that? And then so on and so on until you do get to the point where, you know, when we talk about me being an intuitive counselor, I'm listening to the things that aren't being said <laughs> while I'm listening to the things that are being said, which I know sounds really confusing, but it's like, I, I'm, I'm channeling information and hearing information. They're hitting at the same time and it mixes through a filter of, of psychology. And that feels like a lot of things that my brain is doing, but I have ADHD. So it loves to do all these things at the same time. <laughs> it's like we thrive, but <laughs> It is like, I don't sit in that space and go, okay, um, I'm evaluating you for depression. And then once I decide that you've got depression, I'm going to do this because that's what I learned to do with it. That's not at all what happens to me. I'm listening to you and I'm like, just listening for the bell. I, I always say it's like a bell that I hear when somebody's talking and it'll be sometimes a piece of a sentence that doesn't feel like it's the, the root of the, of anything. You know, and I'll just be like, back up one second, like, tell me about that. And then we find that that is what we should be focusing on instead of what we had been focusing on. And that's something that I had, I had to develop, right? Like from, from that space that I was talking about, of like just finding different ways to be intuitively connected to myself so that I could trust that I could access like 
it for other people, really, because that's what's happening with that intuitive space. So like, I thank my intuition for existing, but I also, like you were saying before, have such difficulty sometimes discerning the difference between what is my intuition and what is my mind coming in or my trauma. Like, because uh, my intuition and my trauma both come from my gut. I have made, I've had major digestive issues for the greater part of my life. And so discerning the difference between my trauma and my intuition is like a lifelong problem because they both do the same thing. They hit me right in the gut (laughs) and you know, it's hard. So like, you know, all of this long story, you know, being, you know, I'm meaning to say it to be like, you know, be gentle, be gentle with yourself when you're having this intuition talk about like trying to access it and understanding that there's many different facets of it, that you're not likely to just sit down and say, okay, I'm going to access my intuition. And then it happens and you trust it and it's good. Like, there's like a whole staircase you gotta climb to get to that point and for those of us i mean okay so my personal journey just in the fact that this is what i do i mean outside of just my everyday life like my connection to spirit and to the angels and to other beings and to myself have come in varying forms i mean i've been connected since i was a kid but It was like the belief that I am connected. The thing of it is, is that there's a belief thing here too. Like, you know, when you feel like I I know that I'm connected, but I'm not able to understand how I'm connecting. Mm -hmm. And so as, as I worked through my process and as I did the work and as I cleared the channel, so to speak, between my, you know, to my heart, it's like, it got more and more intensive to the point where now I'm learning new parts of that. Like I just did an expo. I don't generally advertise myself as a medium because it's not something that I feel like a hundred percent, like this is what I do. It's part of what I do, but it doesn't always show up in the way that is the way the world thinks a medium is. Um, however, over the weekend, apparently it was my time to like really do it. So (laughs) people showed up and asked for things and things showed up for them. And it may not have been what they were expecting or how I'm it's connected in other ways, but because I'm in that space, I like, I'm, I'm, it's evolving as I evolve. If you're into intuition, there's a reason there's there's a higher sense of like wanting to do connect and as you connect if you really want to connect you are on the path of healing it's not they're not separate they're really not because when you have the desire the universe sees your desire and it sees ooh well this all this stuff is in the way of you connecting to your intuition so let's give you ways to heal this mm. And so then you continue to seek and you continue to uncover layers of yourself and your own disconnect between your heart with you and your heart. So when you start to go on this intuitive journey, guaranteed you're on a healing journey. You can't ignore it. It comes, it's like, they're like sisters. Yeah. It's like your first intuitive hit is to look for your intuition. No. <laughs> um, so I want to share a couple of before I get into more of the cautionary side of intuition, I would love to throw out some super fun ways that you can kind of like try to see what's happening, like see if you're connected and the ways that you connect, because we know that there are so many different ways to connect. You could hear things. You can see things, you can experience things. Maybe you're a person who experiences them in your body. Maybe you do visualize, maybe you, maybe you like visualize things or you hear it or you experience it. However, you need to explore different ways of connecting the clairs, so to speak, is what we call them. Um, but like when I first started to connect in a serious way, I would like, you know, I would, we did what was called 
some people call it remote viewing, but I would connect to something, a physical object. Like we would sit in a group of people or I'd have friends over and whatever, and we'd all be like, let's work on our intuition. And we'd all place like an, an object in a bowl and we'd all pick up the object and we would kind of, if we would hear things or see things or connect to things or something would come up in us, like we'd say, I don't know why I'm holding this when I'm feeling like popcorn, like, or I smell like the scent or the idea of the flower is coming to me or, and you're connecting with that person and, and that energy that's in this the object. And you see, like, was that that person, that person say, I love popcorn. It's like the best thing in the world. Or, oh my gosh, like, you know, I, I love roses and you may connect to roses and, or whatever. And, and that's how you practice. That's the fun part of practicing. It doesn't always have to be the idea of seriousness. Spirit right. comes a good game. Yeah. You know, you're at the gas station, you're pumping gas. Throw out a number, be like, okay. And like, it's going to stop on X, Y, and Z. Whatever. Um, you know, have, sometimes they have like cards, like with different shapes or colors on it. And, you know, you can kind of like just lay them out and be like, okay, that is, and see what color's coming to you. Maybe you don't connect in that way. So do some automatic writing. We talk about it a lot where you sit and you ask, maybe you sit down, you write a question or you ask a question in your mind and you begin to write what comes to mind immediately. Like not like sitting there and processing it, but immediately just begin to write what you hear. That's another way of doing it. There's so many ways of connecting to your intuition in a very fun way that even if it doesn't, maybe you do flashcards and you're wrong. So do it again. Yeah. Because what ha what's happening is your, your intuition is like a muscle. You know, if you don't have strong muscles and you go to the gym and you're lifting weights and you're doing exercising, you eventually will become stronger, right? So when you're working with your intuition, that's the one thing that kept me going when I first started, because I was, I was so disconnected because I was told that I was lying my whole life and I don't want to lie, you know, so right. I'm not going to connect. But when I first started to reconnect, I, somebody told me like, it's a muscle. You have to use it. You have to connect to the intent of using it. And if you don't, you're not going to, it's not going to just show up. Yeah, you have to intently connect with it. So if you do flashcards or you do the number thing and you're wrong, it doesn't mean you're not connected. You're just strengthening your muscle in order to connect in a bigger way. So like a pipeline, like as you were talking, I was thinking of it as like a pipeline and it's like this tiny, tiny little thing. And so you may get little bits and pieces, but as you work it, it like it needs to be a bigger pipeline because you're receiving and, you know, more and faster, or you know, whatever volume. <laughs> Clearer. Yeah. And so like do little things like this to just have intent and in strengthening the muscle. A lot of times a lot of times when I was on my journey, the, the thing where I connected was I would sit there and I would just ask a question and I would see how I was receiving this question, like the answer, like I would say, okay, you know, what do like, say I was looking for a job. I'd say, what do I need to know about this company? And I would get a feeling like I would begin to feel, or sometimes I would hear like, um, you know, this isn't like I would hear details about, well, the company's okay, but the people that you're going to work for, like I would hear or get feelings of things. Sometimes I would feel like ugly and like, ew, and like gross. And I'd be like, oh, that's not the choice for me. And I would go, and what about this company? And then I would feel, I felt uplifted and connected. And I'd be like, oh, that's a good place for me. Like it was about seeking that connection and not just being like, what steps A, B, and C? There is no steps A, B, and C, friends. There is no, you do this first, you do this second, you do this third. It is about constant intent. Now, there are different ways to do it. Like I said, you can choose it to be fun and exciting and kind of like, okay, like, you know, doing things like 
playing with friends or like having that remote viewing or, you know, playing the numbers game and seeing what happens. That that's the fun way of connecting. So it isn't so serious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have that's any what... ways that you connect Vanessa, like in a, in a way that, that you started like some ways that you were like, Oh, this is me practicing my intuition. Is <laughs> it conscious? Yeah. Well, I think that what, what you just said at the, at the tail end of that, just like kind of landed is like the pressure that, that we feel like we put on ourselves when we're like on a mission, right? Like, I'm going to connect to my intuition. As soon as we do that, I feel like it shifts in our mindset, like something about like doing it right. And like, like we immediately switch into our brain, you know, and into our mind more than we, that, that, than is good for us, you know, like, cause I can remember, I mean, I remember the first time that I went to like a group thing and like my friend Holly um, she's, I mean, she's still with me in my spirit realm, but she's not here in the, um, you know, in the, in the, the physical realm anymore. But I remember when she, you know, first started, you know, working on her mediumship and the, and the things that she described to me of what it was like to go and sit in the circle and like the, 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 the transition from stressing out about it to being excited about it because of like working that muscle, but also the confidence piece and the learning how to shut off the mind piece and the, and the like taking the pressure off piece. And so like that helped me, but it didn't help me until after the first one because <laughs> I had like forgotten. I sat down in a virtual group um, and my friend Jolan, she still does it. Um, I was scared, like, right, like, so I show up and I see all these other faces there. And I was like, Oh, my God, like, these people know what they're doing. And I don't, you know, I don't belong here. Like, it was like, all of a sudden, this pressure came in. And automatically, it was like, there's the knowledge that with that pressure, there's going to be a filter, there's going to like the, 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 the purity of your connection is not likely to exist until you can figure that part out. And I remember that I, I got paired up with Joanne because it was my first time there. And she was like, just close your eyes and tell me what you see. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Just close your eyes. Tell me what you see. Don't think about it. Just say it out loud. I was like, okay and I gave like little bits and pieces and she put it together for me and was like you know this is this car and this is whatever you know and and that gave me like a glimpse right like I still had like a whole lot of like oh god is this right you know like and I and I loved the validation part of it and everything but it gave me a little glimpse of what that's like of like oh you don't think like there's no thinking there's only there's like a straight channel <laughs> from th that you don't you don't feel the channel happen like you just it, it just exists in whatever space whether you're writing or you're speaking um so for me like I feel like the major thing has always been taking the pressure off and allowing it to be whatever it's going to be and know that even if it doesn't make sense right now it doesn't have to make sense right now that there's you know that, that there's think there, there's things that are way homers things that will happen you know that you'll that you'll think of that you'll receive that don't have anything to do with your current time and space but will make sense later you know it was kind of like letting go of the control piece of it was super major for me I had to learn how to not make this a pressure situation and I think that that's one of the major difficulties for anybody is because if you're on this mission you're seeking a certain result and a lot of times that result comes with validation. So you're automatically, you know, just shooting for validation instead of shooting for process, you know, and we're having a giant thunderstorm right now, <laughs> which I didn't know was coming. Um, but yeah, like, you know, for me, I think like a lot of that, you know, doing the, the mental Olympics of learning how to, to turn off the, the mind and um kind of just learn to trust that was the hardest thing because once you get past that it's fine you know like I feel like it was so much easier for me to just show up in those spaces and, and I will tell you this when I went to see Tyler Henry over the summer that was it was majorly validating for me because I mean he's famous right he's got his like Netflix show he's like 
doing mediumship for like you know celebrities like he's major major in that field and he sat there and gave information that the people were like i don't know what the hell you're talking about and he was like okay maybe it's like you know like he was even saying like i i don't know maybe that wasn't even for you or maybe you're gonna get it later but that's what came through and so i said it you know and it was like super validating to be like uh the people who are doing it quote unquote quote unquote right are also experiencing what we experience you know the 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 novices or the little people you know of like the people staring blankly at you <laughs> as you're saying yeah well you know a blue car on a sidewalk and they're like what the f are you talking about like, i don't know that's just what i saw either it's going to make sense or or it's a metaphor but that happened and that came that came in and so there's a reason for it you know like all of that trust piece is um you know, to me, the most major thing. So taking the pressure off, like having fun with it is difficult. You know, like we can say to do it, but when you decide you want to go on this mission, I get it. You're doing it for a reason. You know, you're not typically, you know, on a random Tuesday, just sitting there at 2 p.m. and being like, hey, I wonder what my intuition's telling me, right? <laughs> like a lot of times it is for a reason, you know, like I'm in distress and I feel like I'm not paying attention to what my needs are. Well, then you're in a distress space. You're probably going to need to heal some of that distress in order to have like that good, clear channel because your trauma is going to come in and mix and it'll be difficult. So, I mean, roundabout way, <laughs> right? Like I was saying, when you, when you decide to go on this journey, I always think it's a good idea to have somebody to talk to about it, to bounce things off of somebody who can help you take the pressure off because when you're doing it by yourself, you're going to have pressure. You're yeah. going to, you're just going to feel like you're thinking about doing it right or wrong. And that makes it infinitely more difficult. hundred mm -hmm. percent. And so let's talk about the reasons. Mm -hmm. Let's get into that because I think it's important to check in with yourself and understand your motivation for wanting to connect to your intuition. None of these are like, I'm like, these are wrong and these are right. It's just understanding. It's having awareness around why. Now, some people want to connect with their intuition because they want to connect with something higher than themselves. They want to access an avenue of having understanding or maybe even connecting with yourself. Maybe you just want to be able to connect with yourself because you don't know how or you don't know what's happening. Um, some people want to connect intuition because maybe they had moments as a kid where they do it that but it was dormant or you were shamed for it or you were like, you know what? No, I am intuitive, but I, I don't know how to reconnect to that. That's also awesome. But sometimes we're in a space of a trauma response of needing to know what is going to happen, needing answers, needing the, the comfort of knowing everything's going to be okay. Like wanting to connect with the idea of a psychic energy of having answers. And that one, that reason is not a bad reason, but it's going to create challenges on connecting with intuition. Because if you're in a space of needing answers because you're in trauma response, you're in a fear response. So when you're connecting to your intuition, which is completely possible in that space, but how are you going to perpetuate the idea that you're not connected by discounting everything you're getting? Or are you going to have more upset around what you're getting because it's not what you want it to look like? the expectation of it looking like Tyler Henry or Long Island medium or looking or expecting to be like something because that's what you want in the moment is going to further kind of push you away from your intuition because you're really in, in the mind space. When you're in that space and you need some kind of maybe direction or you need some help of what to do, seek another intuitive, seek another 
whether you need a like a reading from spirit, a healing from spirit or the angels, or you just need some connectivity to a loved one, because maybe you're in fear response because a loved one had passed, you're in grief, you know, connect outside of yourself. Because when you're in that space of being in the mind so much, you're not going to easily connect to your intuition. And even if you do, it's not to say that you're going to believe what you're getting. So when you're in high emotion and in the brain, seek it outside of yourself. Because, and, and all, I say this all the time, you're too close to the situation. You're too close to what the outcome is of this intuitive hit. You're not doing it because you want to be fun and you're trying to just connect. You're doing it because there's something on fire within you that needs something. And you are not going to, you already feel like you can't provide that by being in that space. So, I mean, when I like, I'm currently working through some big T trauma and I'm not, I know, I know that I'm, when I'm seeking for myself, sometimes it gets interrupted by my brain. So I have made appointments with friends, like I'm seeking outside of myself for help because I am aware that in this moment that I am unable to access my own for myself. Yeah. It's not a, you open the intuition doors and you're always in the intuition. Like it's, it's a nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, in case that's possible, universe, I'm open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm open for business. I'm here for that, if it's yeah, right. Like I sign up. I sign <laughs> up because <laughs> the discernment is sometimes real difficult. But you know, like I, 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 as you were talking, was thinking, "Ooh, I know, I know," and it's also connected to Holly. Like it's like I used to like really connect into Holly's energy a lot, but I feel like lately it's been like bits and pieces. But today I'm feeling her like big time hard. And she's telling me, remember the cards? <laughs> like, and I was, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, that was one of the first ways that I used, like, in, like, like found a tool that would that felt like it was outside of myself, right? Like, I needed it to be outside of myself. And even, even talking to somebody who knew me felt like not intuition you know it was like I was in such an untrusting space of everything that it was like I couldn't trust anybody either like myself or anybody else so it was like the cards were like the thing that I went to because it's like you can't not like there's no influence that you can have over them like they they just are there they're cards they're inanimate objects and I'm choosing based on you know like that's that it, that's intuition working on an inanimate object um, and like the day that she passed, I was freaking out. I felt like our energetic cord release when I was in the kitchen. And I went to my my card deck, like my, it was my favorite card deck at the time. And it was the card deck that I had purchased for her because she loved it and thought it was beautiful. So it was like our connected deck. And I'm sobbing, you know, and I'm just like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, I just need to know that you're okay where you are. And I... Like right now I got the goosebumps talking about it. I fan out my cards because at the time, like, like now my cards flip out of my, like they flip, but at the time I wasn't using them very often. So I did like the heat seeking type thing. Like I would fan them out and then I would like kind of heat seek. I fan them out. And the one that was turned around was the yes card. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like I was freaking out, but I knew in that moment, I was like, okay. Like she would come through in that way on that deck because of what I'm seeking uh, to be able to be like, dude, I told you, you know, like I told you that this shit works. I told you that this shit's real, you know? And so the cards became like major for me, you know, of, of a way that felt like I couldn't possibly like have any influence that couldn't be pure. Right. Like, it wasn't a person who knew me that would access something they know about me. It wasn't like a person looking at my face who might know that I was sad, even if it was somebody I didn't know, you know, it was just like, dude, like these cards. And so that helped me. Like I would, um, at the end of the day, pull a card, you know, and, and, and ask like, 
you know, like what kind of day did I have or what was, you know, like what was my major theme of the day? Right. Like, and, and, and look at the card and, and, you know, that, that would, it would strengthen my idea of intuition and my connectivity. Right. Like, so to me, it was like you connecting with spirit and spirit connecting you with the card to show you that there is a channel, right? Like, um, and that helped, that really helped. And it was like, almost like I've forgotten about it until you started talking. And I was like, wait a minute. I do know one of the easier ones for me has always, I mean, and I still do it. Like when you're talking about the trauma spaces, man, I hit my cards all the time when I'm freaking out. Cause I'm just like, well, we know what I'm coming up with. <laughs> I can't possibly, you know what I mean? Like if I'm, you know, if I'm pining away for somebody, I can't possibly pull the love card on purpose, right? Like it's either going to show up or it's not, you know, and, and, uh, you know, in particular, the tarot cards who love to just wreck you with the truth. <laughs> Those are not my favorite ones, <laughs> but yeah, like the, that, that to me, you know, now that I'm saying it, I'm like, oh, people. Yeah. Like, like if you want one that feels very much like it couldn't possibly be anything else yes. to me. That was, it. it was like, well, you can't lie. I mean, there's no possible way for me to change that. So the cards, always the cards. That's I love it. I love it. It's perfect. It's so perfect. And, and we do, and I forget, <sighs> see, and even us people who are intuitive sometimes forget that there are tools in our toolbox that we don't access. Yeah. You know how many card decks I have? Yeah. Do you think that in the midst of all of this trauma that I've pulled a card? No, because I'm too much in my head because I'm too much in the trauma. Thanks for that reminder. I appreciate that. So the worry, like I was going to pull tarot and I was like, I'm not ready to hear what you have to say. Like you're going to tell me some shit and I don't want to hear it. You're going to tell me (laughs) the truth in a very direct way. And I don't know that I can handle the directness today. Exactly. Like I, I keep saying I want that, but the evidence right now of like the cards could tell me and I don't want to just is telling me that I'm not ready. And right. Like that in and of itself is an act of intuition, right? Like of being like, okay, well then listen to yourself. If you aren't ready to hear it, then that means you need to still sit, you know, and that you still need to process on your own or you still haven't identified what needs to be identified. So sit with it. And when you're ready to use that, you're going to know that you're on to process time <laughs> we're on to action plan which is i love it it's brilliant it's a great idea um so are you still running your intuitive groups i'm not and i and it's a good it, it, i don't remember if i pulled it off the website which i'm glad that you brought it up because i don't know the reason being that i got so busy that i needed to take the time to, to put clients in there which is a good problem to have, you know, but at the same time, it like kind of t- took away the groups because the groups were during the day. I don't, by the time nighttime comes, I'm like done, you know? So, um, but I needed the daytime slots for, for my clients. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to let it go, you know? And I didn't, and I struggled with it, but I was like, with, with the goals that I have in mind, the, the making the financial decision makes sense. I know I can go back to it. I know I can change it. So yeah, right now I'm not. Yeah. But I, but Joanne, you know, the person who, who turned me onto this, she has a Facebook group that has tons of like every single night, there's some sort of like, whether it's tarot or mediumship or, you know, just regular connection. She has, there's groups every day. Well, and, and it's funny because I've been sitting here kind of feeling into the idea of creating one for the West coast peeps. Cause it's hard. Cause I mean, if you're on the West Coast or the East Coast, it's, I mean, while most, I think the majority of our listeners are on the East Coast, um, it, you know, but there are times when people are available that other people are not. And I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like in that space of consideration of like, maybe this is something that way that I can help connect. And so, yeah. So it was very helpful for me. I mean, I really, for the time that it was running, it was really good for me. Um you know, so there you go. Baton, um, here it is. <laughs> I don't know. That one, let's see, let's see, because I'm, because you know, uh, it's it's a it's Mercury retrograde. I ain't starting nothing until after that. 
So <laughs> you friends. I need to, I'm going to need that reminder. Like I need to write a sticky note because we know me like when trauma hits, I'm like, I better do stuff. Like, no, you better not do stuff. <laughs> you yes. better just sit. <laughs> so when you're connected to your intuition it is so possible friends don't have the expectation of how people are when they're a person who does it for a living or does it for their work or their passion or has a TV show, unless you've been connected since you were born and actively using it, chances are, if you're starting here, it's not going to be like it is for them because they've, they've worked on it their whole life. And even those of us who are on a journey and maybe have been doing it for, you know, 15, 20 years, like, don't expect yourself to be in that same space. You may find that you connect to it and all of a sudden you take off and that's great. But just know it's a practice. It's mm -hmm. it's about anything. You know, we, we don't learn to walk and run in the same day. We There's developing steps. We don't learn anything and we're just rediscovering parts of ourselves. And with that sometimes comes some more information and awareness about ourselves. Think of it as a journey. It's yeah. not going to be just, ooh, I know shit. No, it's going to be, ah, I'm getting a hit. Is this my intuition? Oh, oh my gosh, that was right. Okay, let's do this. And I love the suggestion about the cards because it is the first gateway. It's like the gateway drug to being intuitive. Gateway drug. <laughs> it's and like, drug meaning that we then buy a million decks. Yes. <laughs> like, like an addict does. Yeah. <laughs> And we all kind of start usually with an Oracle deck because they're a little bit more easier to. Yeah. Well, especially the air signs. We need yes. to be able to be free with everything. Yeah. Being direct is very difficult, but uh, <laughs> I don't like it when I'm being spanked by my tarot cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very much like open to interpretation. <laughs> but that's the space but lately it's funny because lately i've been so into my tarot right now and i'm like ooh, i must be asking for some truth um but it's about just developing flexing that muscle yeah and, and not not having tunnel vision too because i feel like this was you know like like again like i i was all over the place with just being like what does it mean like like I, like what does it mean right and then it did redirect me back into like this is where your intuition is best used is in your counseling space. You just flex the muscle. You learn to use the muscle in that space that you're not, at least at this time, even though you have like capabilities, maybe in mediumship, that's not your thing. So when you go in there and you're like, I want to be a medium, like that may not be your thing. It may be something that helps you be more connected so that you get to your thing. But I think a lot of people have that tunnel vision of like, this is what I want to be instead of being like, I want to connect and let the connection show me what I am, yeah. right? Like what my strength is, what my space is right now in this time. It may shift, you know, as time goes on, but like, what what is my strength? I want to know, you know? show show me that and instead of being like this is what I want to do because that's what I did you know like I wanted I wanted to to flex certain muscles you know and it was like there's nothing wrong with that but don't have the tunnel vision of you're a failure if you don't connect in that way or if you don't succeed quote unquote that just means it's not where you you know where your strength is right now so allow you know allow yourself to dip your toe in the pond allow yourself to enjoy it but also be very open to the fact that there may be many different ways that you're going to connect and ones that you enjoy and ones that you you know you're really good at you know you may you may jump in and be tyler henry but you may not and you may need to be more of a, a body medium right like or, or something like that like that's that's what you're going to learn on the journey if you allow yourself to learn that Yep. And don't think that the ways you connect, if it's not in how you think you, it looks like that you reject it, allow it, allow everything. And always know that with intention and when coming from that space of love, you're always protected in that love. Um, you know, I say this a lot and I feel it's true. I mean, 
and you think you say the word love and people think relationship love there's a different element of love when you're connecting to intuition because when that's how we receive messages from spirit it may come the energy may come through our crown but it usually comes directly into our heart and when you're in that space you're protected yeah so when you're stepping into your intuition or having a practice time or you're practicing come from it from your heart space in a sense of even if you can't access it say I'm doing this from a space of love or just saying the word love, like have it be a instant energy shift that allows you to access your intuition. And you'll find that it's more clear and it's protective and it's, you know, it's safe. So love that. Yeah. And as you said that, I'm, you know, the storm is raging on and I'm like, I'm going to go hit my cards, even my tarot after this. <laughs> and I'm going to do exactly that and say, I received this with love. I'm doing this with love. Yeah. I love that. It's so important. It really is. And that's, I mean, it's the whole basis of what I do. So, <laughs> and I find that it helps in every way. We hope that this has helped you. Um, and, and I know that some of you may be disappointed in the fact that we're not like giving you A, B and C steps because it is a process. You know, it's like weightlifting. Not every single one of us has the same body physique and not every single one of us is going to connect to our intuition the same way. So I can't give, we can give you how and ways to do it, but your process is your own and develop it the way that like Vanessa always says your special sauce. So that's so important to do that. We love you and we hope that you're connecting and stay tuned. Maybe we'll have some information about some intuitive groups to help you practice. Who knows Mm -hmm. what will happen in the future. We're just putting the energy of intent out there and we shall see you in the next podcast. Love y'all. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. To more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further, through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.